1: wacky, wacky NBA season. So I thought, you know what? Let's chat about it with Billy Scafuri. you getting bucket buckets.
0: And we're back. Wow. Whoa. Crazy. What a year it's been. Are you reflecting on the fact that the New York Knicks are one game over 500? Are they now? I had no idea. I'm on Twitter. I'm not seeing
1: anything about the Knicks. They're sort of flying under the ra- Oh, I see it now. Yeah, there was a parade on
0: 34th Street. Was that what it was for? They're 17 yeah, and 16? Knicks, the New York Knicks fan base is uh, famously nuanced and really like calm <laughs> and quiet. We, we really know how <laughs> yeah. to celebrate our victories with class. Yeah, we're That's one right. game over like 500 and That's right. people are kissing on the sidewalk <laughs> like we're home from war. <laughs>
1: yeah this sailor dipping his sweetheart and smacking her on the lips that's because we they're 17 it. and 16 that's right actually the knicks play the knicks play the spurs today i
0: think so they want mm-hmm. to keep that good momentum going talking about classy franchises it would be the first time in eight years i believe that the knicks would enter the all-star break uh, over 500 so it's a very meaningful game tonight whoa oh is this the last game before the all-star break for them It's right. or I think it would ensure. I think we have one more. But if we're two games over after tonight, we'd be
1: sitting pretty. That's right. I mean, this is a classic 1999 finals rematch that everyone's been Mm -hmm. waiting for. Let's see. That was a weird strike shortened season. Let's see
0: what we can do now. It's kind of wild that the Knicks have the best player in the matchup. Right. Julius Randle at this point, if you take both rosters, is the best player. It's either him or DeRozan
1: yeah that's true, yeah and DeRozan's on his way down, and Randall's on his way up. Actually, that's a great segue into this uh idea that we had for this episode, which is which players are we buying and which are we selling? We got stocks. we got top shot on the brain, so we thought, why not turn this whole n b a season into a stock market and see who's whose prices are going down and whose prices are going up in a segment I'll just call oh um buy and sell division spy oh, and, and were cellular so close you Bi- were so close the first biathlon and it was cell- a perfect game he gave up four runs in the bottom to- of the <laughs> night, folks. He, he was so close to really go off the episode okay a segment we we'll like to call to the moon or back at it again with the white vans so That's it's like one. are these players going to the moon or are they damn danieling all the way back to earth That's what we have to figure out. That's what we're going to discuss. So you got some players. Mm -hmm. I got some players. And we can discuss whether we're buying or selling them.
0: Yeah. The past two episodes of Buckets has been deeply market-driven. We've been maniacs with Top Shot. So this feels like one step in the right direction towards normalcy again. Yeah, we have to start talking about these players like they're people, the sport like
1: it's a game. It's not just X's and O's, numbers going up and down, but it it a little bit is. So who are you? Who do you think you're buying and or selling
0: right now, most of all? Well, I have... I have a list and I'd like to basically pose out a couple names to you and you tell me perhaps if they are if they're if you're buying or selling. Because I don't have these oh, okay. people that I am like right on the line about and I don't know which way they might be going or how they're seen by the NBA. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. put on your okay. GM cap. Are you trading for or are you trying to trade Kyle Lowry? I
1: think he's pretty hot right now. I think he's uh he's hmm. he's uh he's not like, you know, He's not mooning right now, of course. He's not like averaging a triple double over his last ten right. games, but he is—he's riding the ship of the Toronto slash Tampa Raps, and even more than that, he's—I uh, think people, a lot of contenders who are one point guard short are starting to eye him. Like, oh, yeah. maybe uh, maybe we should give up some pieces. And if the Raps are like, listen, we're not winning a fucking championship this year. Lowry is what thirty three, thirty four years old. Maybe we right. can fleece somebody who really, really mm-hmm. needs a point guard. Like, think about what the Bucks paid for Drew Holiday. Are you telling me the Sixers wouldn't give up top dollar to have Kyle Lowry in there? That would be a hot Come addition.
0: Yeah, exactly. Pennsylvania, Villanova yeah. grad. Yeah, see, he kind of—it's weird because the Raptors were winning a lot when he wasn't there, and so it was one of those things where it was like, oh, is he actually like plateauing? But he's just so good that that's where he stands. But I see mm-hmm. how a team like the 76ers are just like we need a straight up ball handler. And I, I mean, I, I, hope the
1: Clippers don't get him. As a Laker fan, I don't want the Clippers to get like a, that competent of a huge upgrade at point guard. But like if the Clippers Damn. say, like, hey, you can have Pat Bev, Lou Will, Serge Ibaka. Might be too much. Might be not enough for Toronto. They might be too far apart. But for the Clippers to add Kyle Lowry to Kawhi and Paul George, I mean. Last time Lowry and Choir were together, it worked out well for them. So Worked out just fine. Just fine. Yeah. All right,
0: so we got Kyle Lowry. His stock is still miraculously rising.
1: Yeah, I think towards the trade deadline, it's it's ticking up a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And then if, if he stays in Toronto, I'd say, like, you know, now we've reached the plateau. We know what Lowry's worth, and he's staying as the Raptors point guard. Probably good enough to maybe win a round or two, but... Ultimately, mm-hmm. uh not enough to win the championship. Okay, stock uh, rising. Kyle Lowry. Here's someone whose stock is way, way up because it started the season in the shitter. I mean, the hmm. saddest, this one of the saddest players in the NBA one month ago hmm. is one of the happiest players right now. Do you know who I'm talking
0: about? Eastern, Eastern Conference or Western Conference?
1: Great question. He was in the West, and he just. Took a big duty on the court enough times that his team said, "All right, fine, you can go to the East." And now he is living it up, living it up. Fifteen <laughs> and ten
0: last night. Not Easy. even that, but the star player on the team went down, which means he could shine that much brighter in the Big Apple.
1: We're Loves talking it.
0: about the beard, James Harden. Yeah. James Harden,
1: who was—did we ever get a an answer on his physique? I mean, you're you're into that type of world was he really out of shape or was he just like pushing his gut out because now we're seeing comparisons (laughs) to the houston houston harden and like the nets
0: harden and he's looking jacked again I am I don't know how to answer that question. Everyone sees everyone differently, but I will say that if he went to the level, we saw him make that pass when he was like, I'm done with you, Houston, and he threw it basically <laughs> off the court. If he also let his gut out intentionally during the layup lines to to project bigger, James Harden is a mastermind of getting kicked out like trying to leave teams. You don't just inflate your stomach. I don't know how he does it. He looked bigger on I one mean, team, but <laughs> He's got he's got my MVP vote. Look what ha- look what happened to the Rockets after he
1: left. I think they've lost 11 in a row. They are one of the saddest yeah. franchises right now. Like they went well, were from such of markets, high highs to such low lows. Yeah.
0: They had this like and, little tick after he left for like five games, where they were like the yeah. number one defensive ranked team, and then Christian Wood went down, and then Boogie Cousins said, "I'm leaving," like <laughs> always it seems. <laughs> and yeah. then suddenly Oladipo was like, "I don't want to pick up the trade. I don't want to pick up the extra two years." And now it's just John <laughs> no, Wall. Like, out. what about me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a team of it's a team of outcasts and misfits with a chip on their shoulder, but not in a good way. It's not like they're yeah. you know they're not the bad news bears. They're like. No, they are are actually a bad team, and it's like it's a team of players that are just auditioning for other teams. They're not playing together at all. And when Christian Wood Mm -hmm. went out, like that was it. They they're not did they lose to Memphis by fifty the other day?
0: Yeah, they've been losing heavy, like down thirty in the second quarter. You're relying on the Nawabas of the world, the Danwell Houses of the world. I mean, like PJ Tucker's trying to chuck threes. It's just tough in Houston right now. Still bad, but Harden yeah, hard we to Love
1: and love, he's just he's killing <laughs> right. it. Like, he's yeah, like he's what do you have? 30, 15, and 15. Like, he's like doing like legit, like Russell Westbrook in his prime triple doubles, just like casually,
0: and no turnovers. That was the one thing that was like record breaking last night. He did it all with zero turnovers, which was like the highest uh triple double of all time with it. And Katie's just like watching it from the sidelines. Like I don't even have to play. This is autopilot. Like this
1: guy is playing for me basically. And then it's like, all right, when it's for playoff sure. time, I'll I'll join the I'll join the fray too. They're already averaging yeah. like 121 points. They don't need Kevin Durant to now join
0: the team. What a redundant addition. But they'll take it. Yeah, it's interesting that he's just out until the All Star break now. I wonder if they're being cautious or if it's like shit is something bad because that's a lot of games now. He's played like in ten games, fifteen games actually. T-
1: Talking about buying and selling, I actually went to see, like, what does a James Harden rookie card even look like? Because he wasn't necessarily, like, supposed to be that great. Um, I guess he was a top five pick, but, like, I don't know if anybody was keeping his Oklahoma City card thinking he would be, like, an MVP. Yeah, Yeah, Arizona State to Oklahoma City. And then uh, his, like, his stock in, like, Houston was so low that, like, his card wasn't worth that much earlier in the year, but it's, like, doubled Mm -hmm. or tripled since going to Brooklyn because, like... If he can shed the title of best player to never win a title and win one this year, then mm-hmm. I think that moves his card value to an,
0: a next level, a higher stratus. I wonder if he is one of these like he has more national fans than local fans. Like I wonder if Brooklyn rallies and reps James Harden like he's one of them. I feel like he just will have outsider status there. Maybe it's just because I never lived in New York when the Brooklyn Nets were really a thing, but uh, I don't know. It's Just seems yeah, like I- it's going to take a while for them to be like he's one of us. It but is he's weird. Still like I Rockets. don't know any Brooklyn Nets fans because they were
1: New Jersey right. Nets and I don't know any New Jersey Nets fans. And then do yeah. do Rockets fans still like him or do they think that he quit on the team or are they like, no, we're on your side against the owner. The owner is a piece of shit. We like you, James Harden. So I don't know where Rockets yeah. fans lie about
0: James Harden either. Yeah, I wonder how I would react if I saw how he like presented to the team for the first ten games of like just going to strip clubs, <laughs> being like, no, just no. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I'd be like bitter as hell. <laughs> but you don't want to take Fertitta's side either. Yeah, there's no, there's no winning in Houston. It seems like go to Brooklyn, better city. Uh, um, all right, what I have you another got? player, Amir. I'm gonna point okay. to you, and you tell me, are we buying or selling? Okay, your boy, your center tonight because Marcus <gasps> All is out. Your starting Ooh. center trez montrez harrell they might they
1: might uh, put in that uh that seven footer that we signed to a 10-day contract and make him start and have trez come off the bench still just because like that's all montrez knows is to like come off the bench and wreak havoc spit and yell and get fired up but yeah
0: right he's basically our only center tonight yeah we buying into him tonight are we buying into him for the rest of the season do you think that he is getting better as the season is progressing
1: he's hot and cold like it really is so matchup dependent like there are some games where he's like 17 and 12 and 15 minutes and a hmm. plus 32 and then some games where he like he has to guard like robin lopez and he just can't do it
0: and so is that what it is is it when he has to guard seven footers where it's just like a mess and then when he yeah, guards like exactly. smaller centers he can just bully him Yeah,
1: he's he's really Mm -hmm. good at bullying, uh, like softer six foot nine, six foot ten inch centers that like Mm -hmm. don't want any Mm -hmm. part of Trez, and he's really like uh, struggles against like seven foot one inch. Like tonight we're playing DeAndre Ayton, and I'm like, ooh, that's not a good time for Marcus All to go out. Like, if you're bigger than him and you can just put your ass into him (laughs) into Trez, then there's not much he could do. He's six foot seven or six foot eight. He's just like three or four inches shorter than these guys and their wingspans are so big um but i think he still he still has a very necessary place on the lakers team especially with ad out we need someone to like yeah you give the ball into him and he'll get you you know 18 points on 9 of 12 shooting
0: well that's exactly what LeBron i was wondering sits. with ad out it's like it seems like obviously schroeder was out too and kuzma is who he is i was like is this when Harold like just Beasts, where he just starts going like twenty and fourteen for like two weeks, and I don't know. I just don't expect it at all. Part of me thinks, no, like yeah, we've seen the best of him, and he's just—it's just all effort. Yeah, and his his the best of him is like
1: when you use him for twenty minutes. Like you can't ask him to play forty two mm-hmm. minutes because like his whole role is like getting in there and just like fucking going ham on a backup power. It's like a mascot that's, like, that's like allowed to play Batum. <laughs> right exactly right but like it's it's turbo mode, like you can't run out of it
0: right (laughs)
1: Right. yeah so i do i want him to win just because i want him to like leave the clippers and come to the lakers and all the clipper fans that like warned us that you can't really play harrell i want to sort of show to them it's like no you can play harrell it's just that the clippers were clippers didn't know how to win with him but uh there you go i guess that's just my laker fandom coming to light
0: wow and it so rarely does so it's fun to yeah see and
1: i i usually love the clippers and i try to stay out of that but actually speaking of the clippers they're they're part of my um confused are you buying or selling the clippers because to me i haven't seen i feel like they're the most under talked about team in the like yeah. in almost the entire nba right now like
0: agreed when they're they like, win yeah, i don't they...
1: really hear about it when they lose i don't really hear about it like ev- i think everyone's completely written them off as like a regular season whatever they're like Let's just see Mm -hmm. you in the second round. Like, I don't care if you lose to Milwaukee by five or if you beat the Grizzlies by 30. Like, I'm not going to give you any respect. You're not going to lose any respect until the playoffs.
0: You know the world is upside down when everyone talks about the Jazz and not the Clippers. Like, they're equally (laughs) killing, (laughs) killing teams. And people are like, the Jazz, the Jazz. It's like the Los Angeles-based, like the second biggest media market in the world, Clippers. Yeah are like, right. no one's talking about them. But it's like the Kawhi factor. Yeah. It's, they it's, bring their lunch pail to work. They beat you down. They pack up. It's and also they the leave.
1: Paul George thing. I think people just, like, Paul George was at one point, like, shooting, like, 50-50-90. And, like, when we were talking mm-hmm. about MVPs, it was always like, Jokic, Embiid, LeBron. Like, oh, yeah, I guess Paul George is having a pretty good season, too. But, again, like, you just right. can't get too excited about these guys for whatever reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I buy the Clippers, though. I mean, last year was the first year, and it kind of felt like LeBron's first year with the Heat, where it was like, all right, they got the pieces. Now it's just over. But it, like, took one year to be like, "Uh uh-oh, they're slowly killing everybody now. The second year is when, like, you've played together a little bit. You got past that bubble, all that nonsense. The Clippers could be that. I mean, it's not breaking news to say the Clippers could just run the table right now. But they're killing teams. And Kawhi's playing in the second half of back-to-backs, which is also different. So, you know. Yeah. If they were they're healthier. If they were taking games off, they're better now. Yeah. They were earlier.
1: I think they had some COVID thingamajig, or maybe Pat Beverly was hurt, or and Kawhi and Paul George were out. But I remember they, they didn't have any players and they beat the Heat at home. And then they got all their mm-hmm. players back and they lost to they lost to Milwaukee recently. They have terrible crunch time stats, is what I read. Those like when the game was within Ooh. five points with five minutes or left. They just, like, they don't know how to run an offense. It's all very ISO, and it's, like, Kawhi Mm -hmm. and Paul George are the same player. Like, you either give it to Kawhi and Paul George sits, or you give it to Paul George and Kawhi sits. Like, you never see, like, Kawhi setting a screen and then rolling to the basket or, like, a Paul George-Kawhi pick-and-roll. That's not necessarily what they are doing.
0: (sighs)
1: sleeping dogs now on digital that's sleeping dot slash wondery
0: yeah yeah the Clippers are that team where it feels like they have two stars and it's just like you go I go you go yeah I go. And coaching <laughs> right. like can make that so much better but they do kind of have that vibe of you know your turn all right my turn your turn my yeah turn. which is really annoying when you're playing FanDuel because it's like <laughs> <holy>. <laughs> yeah is this the game where Paul George is gonna go shots? for 30 and 10 yeah or is- <laughs> right this is this a Kawhi game or a Paul George game? And you can never tell. Right. Uh, um, but I'm buying the Clippers. I don't know. Are they the favorite? Okay. Are they Vegas' favorite right now to win it
1: all? No. The Lakers are heavy, heavy favorite still. I think the Lakers really? are plus 150. Yeah. Everyone's hmm. like, yeah, AD's out. And when he comes back, everyone thought they'd be the favorite. And so I think they're still the number two record in the NBA right now, even with that losing streak and AD's injury. So if right. you're long on the Lakers, then... You haven't seen anything that dissuades you from that at all.
0: Yeah. At the beginning of this season, you said many times over, uh, we're just waiting for the playoffs. This doesn't matter. We're just waiting for the playoffs. And, like, it's really yeah. starting to feel that way, where it's like, yeah. maybe it'll be the two seed or the one seed or the three seed. You don't care. And I, f- I really can see it and feel it now. Just get to the playoffs. I mean, if Utah is one, and then it's at Lakers or
1: Clippers 2-3, then it really doesn't matter. Like, all right, it matters what the colors on the court are in front of an empty arena. Like... To have home court advantage against a Lakers or
0: a Clippers team, it's the same thing. I got news for you. I think we're going to have crowds for the playoffs. In LA? I think so. I think it
1: won't be capacity, (laughs) but I think so. Right. I guess not enough to make a difference, I would say. Even if it was full Mm. crowd, like at a Clippers game, it's 50-50, and at a Lakers game, it's 90-10. So there are more hostile environments. Like I'm more scared about playing in Denver, playing Utah, playing... At mm-hmm. Dallas, I, the Lakers are not fearful of the Clipper
0: crowd. Yeah, that's not new news. I'm here once again as a Lakers fan for anyone just that's tuning right. in right now. That's right. <laughs> yep,
1: yep, 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 yep.
0: Uh, Let me talk about one of my New York Knicks, uh, former New York Knicks right now. Changed Ooh. place. Just changed, okay. just changed location. Was going former to the G League. Yes. <laughs> Was going to the G League, and then he got traded last minute, and now is starting oh. for another Eastern Conference team. And getting men, Dennis Smith like Junior. Are we? Are we? Do we think that we're buying low right now? Does he? Does he start the season if Delon Wright doesn't come back? I mean, does he finish the? Oh thing? God, I can't believe we're yeah. talking about the Detroit Pistons.
1: Yeah, and their backup backup point guard. Yeah. <laughs> I remember starting. He's it was like Dennis Dennis Smith Junior.'s first game. It's like he's starting. It's like all right, let's fan duel him up. It's like two points, yep. one turnover, two assists. Wrong. Huh. Did he start or rough. did he play eight minutes in the third quarter? <laughs> rough. Yeah. He did have a highlight. we at that point in so the season. Was good. Yes, he yeah. did he
0: did have that old school. But he's we're at that point in the season where like Michael Carter Williams is starting for the Magic, yeah. like Dennis Smith is starting for Detroit. Like the wheels are starting to come off on some teams.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now it's like we don't need to win. We're just gonna experiment. Who is Sabin Lee or Sadiq Bey or Let's throw this guy right. into the fire and see what Sveem happens. Svi Mahailuk.
0: If you've got yeah. an S and an interesting first name, <laughs> you're probably on the Pistons. <laughs>
1: no, it's the uh, the Wolves bench. I looked once at the box score and it was like J. McLaughlin, J. Vanderbilt, J. Yes. Whatever, J. Something. I'm like, who are these interchangeable humans? Jamichael. We got a J- lot of Jared's Jared on the bench yeah (laughs) and then the Timberwolves are also a complete dumpster fire right now they're like they'll start anybody I haven't seen D'Angelo Russell in a year I guess if you want to buy low buy buy low low
0: cap. yeah yeah like if the season were to like like, the over under for the rest of the season I feel like they are the one team that it's like and Full disclosure, I picked the over on 29 games for the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> Mess of a choice. Mess of a choice. But they've hit rock bottom this season. And it does yeah. seem like there's really only up from here. Anthony Edwards is getting like 30 minutes, and that's fun. You know, they're starting he's to a little bit of shape. Yeah, He's very exciting. Yeah. You think he and has a higher a upside cool than RJ Barrett? Uh... <laughs> In my keeper league, I'm going to have to decide who I'm keeping next season. I, th- I don't know,
1: because... Uh, RJ is like the number two in New York, and Anthony Edwards might be the number three. But might be. you might blow everything? They might like they might just say, "Let's get rid of Cat and see what ha- see what an Anthony Edwards led team looks like." It's at the very least more entertaining. Yeah. Like, does anyone want to watch Cat shoot flat footed corner threes, or do they want to see like an- Anthony Edwards jump over Rudy Gobert and throw it towards the rim? It seems like dunk just from it, a a, it, a, pro- yeah, a product yeah <laughs> product standpoint, and Anthony Edwards is so he's so cool as a dude that uh.
0: it's like you (coughs) kind of want to build your team around he's just a funny guy yeah he great smile very self-aware we have a big crush on uh anthony edwards he's got a very jimmy butler vibe to him where he's like this is like Mm -hmm. a fun thing for me and i'm also here to kick ass and i can also jump over people so that's fun too Mm -hmm. yeah there's like an innocence to everything he says you're like he's just joking
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's very dry he's very very dry uh here's two players that have been intrinsically uh, intertwined for their entire short career is Ja mm-hmm. Morant and Zion Williamson. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, mm-hmm. Ja was straight up and Zion was straight down. Everyone's like, is this Zion ever going to play more than 12 games in a row? Like Ja Morant might be, end up being the better player. Even earlier this year, Ja Morant was doing some amazing things and Zion was struggling. And then in the last month, Ja got hurt. And Zion has been like just absolutely Yo. beasting and Shaquille O'Nealing people in the post. Yes. And it feels Jack like ja, the- they can never they can never be up or down
0: together. It seems like when Ja goes down, Zion goes up. That's where I think it's happening yeah. right now. There was like a time when, like you said, Shaq was playing in the NBA where if you looked at his last 10 games, it was farcical. 44 yeah. and 18 and three blocks, <laughs> like 36 yeah. and 22 and seven blocks. Yeah. Zion is like 60 games into his career and he is trending towards those lines pretty frequently now. It's it's and awesome he's also, to watch. He's not even that tall. Like, how is he 13 of 18 from the field? He's six foot six. Like,
1: he's just, he's Charles Barkley sized, but like... His strength and his speed and his like agility, like he's near the ball and it just like you can't
0: touch him and you can't stop him. And if he misses, he'll get the putback. Yeah, he's really finding himself. What would you say is Jaws thing that he needs to improve on? Because right now it seems like he's plateaued on a pretty high high. But like, what is he? What comes next to take him to that next level shooting? Uh, I don't know. He's a pretty good shooter. Like,
1: what, whatever De'Aaron Fox added recently, like, he's just... Mm. I guess young point guards are not very consistent. Like, he'll have games where he kind of disappears and then some great games where he's like right. 25 and 10. And the, right. I think when you get into the De'Aaron Fox uh, point of your career, you're having those games more regularly and people start to take notice of that more. John Morant right. is maybe having two hot games and one cold and you don't really see him sometimes. And then sometimes he'll do this amazing like pass where he seemingly floats in the air or he throws it down right-handed from like almost the free throw line. You're like, Holy shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's a highlight machine, much like Dennis Smith jr was like his freshman year, but then like he just lost all value. Yeah. It's, it's crazy
1: how quickly it goes. But like, it seems like once you're in that stratosphere, once you're in that zone, it's hard to lose it. Uh, so hopefully Morant puts even more good games together. Like, uh, yeah, like De'Aaron Fox or, I don't know, who's, who, who's an all-star this year? All-star point guard in the east, or in the west. Like, Morant did not make it. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is also like, on that precipice. De'Aaron Fox also did not make it. Oh, I Steph guess Chris Curry, Paul Chris made
0: Paul. it. Steph Curry, Chris Paul. Yeah. Steph Curry, Chris Paul.
1: Chris Paul's not ready to leave yet. He's like, no, I'm still here. I'm
0: still an all-star. Sorry, SGA. Sorry, yeah. Devin Booker. Sorry, John Morant. I'm the president of the Players Union. I have to be there for meetings anyway. Let's just kill two <laughs> birds with one stone. I'll dribble the ball a little bit. I'll answer some questions in a conference. That's right. I won't miss a
1: 12-footer ever, so you don't have to worry about that.
0: All right. Not uh, to get too so yeah. in the weeds with Jot previous episodes. Yep. Uh, support that. Not to get in the weeds with the previous two episodes. However, we did talk about NBA Top Shot. And since that time, when we were a pots boiling over, we were ebullient, with excitement about Top oh, yeah. Shot and making oh, yeah. fast fake money, Needed the marketplace it fast. is frozen, plateaued. The marketplace yeah. has stopped. Yeah, um, it's either down NBA or currently not online. <laughs> right, NBA Top Shot is the stock rising still, or have we seen the top for a while? Ooh, interesting.
1: I I definitely think we saw um, th- we saw the peak. I don't know if it's uh, going down yet or if the ascent has just slowed down. That's what it's hard to tell. Mm -hmm. I think we'll know more next week after All-Star Weekend
0: if we are trending down or just trending up at a slower pace. Mm -hmm. You had a theory about the 170,000, 80,000 packs that they're going to give out next week that you had to be in line for last week, um, that it was going to chum up all of the waters and that there's going to be a lot of lower-priced cards that'll just kind of like populate the marketplace. Do you think that's still true? Yeah, they they they've been doing these limited release
1: packs mostly where like 5,000 people, only 5,000 people can get it and 200,000 people are disappointed. And recently they're just like, "All right, this next release, we're making 600,000 packs. Whoever wants one is getting one." And I think those are the moments that will be like represent like the the intro cards or moments to newer mm-hmm. fans that don't want to spend 280 on an anthony davis jumper they're like all right this will be like the two dollar to ten dollar plays because they want to get more people in the ecosystem uh mm-hmm. like i said to chum the waters to make it more exciting for more people to join i think they're focused on growing mm-hmm. methodically and a little bit slower than whatever happened two or three weeks ago
0: right which was just exponentially mooning and everything was worth a thousand dollars no matter what it was yeah exactly <laughs> That was that uh, That to, felt fake but exciting at the time. Yeah. Do you want to break new news and say the other thing that we're kind of hip to right now? To get people in oh, as well? Or should that yeah. should that remain a secret for our own pockets? We can we can we can tip it just
1: because you know it's still it's still in beta. You still gotta sign up to a wait list, but dibs.io, d i b s dot io which I'm not even sure if it's a website or an app, but um, <laughs> it basically it's a sports card um, stock market. So you can buy fractional shares of these sports cards. But again, I don't think you're actually getting to own any sports cards. I think you're just like investing in the price of a card. Like if a Michael Jordan card yeah. cost $50,000, you can buy $100 worth. And if that card is now worth $100,000, you can potentially sell your $100 share for $200. I think that's what it is. Again, I found out about this 29 minutes ago, so I'm going to have to do more research.
0: That's right. But I mean, we learned about Top Shot and we just started talking about it like we knew what we were talking about (laughs) two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't stop now. (laughs) Do not stop now. That's also a great reminder. If you're listening to Buckets right now and you have extra cards lying around, Boom explosion send boom explosion the gift cards. That's my handle. That's right. We're accepting Ish Smith's, Daniel Tice's. Got a couple last week. Thank you to everyone who sent it. Yeah. Do you remember who sent it? Like we got to give them a shout out, right? Like we said we would personally
1: thank them. So do you have usernames of who sent you to Boom Explosion? That Ish
0: Smith. That Daniel Tice. Oh man, I'm gonna to have to pull them up. Amir, I sent you the link, just like okay. Tapshot has been doing lately. I've been trying <laughs> to log in recently, and I'm getting 404 service errors. That's <laughs> like going the white, to happen. Like the white, yeah, like the white screen with black text where like a website is really, really down. So yeah. this is my promise to the three people who sent me cards next week. I will say your handles and thank you properly, <laughs> and hopefully the long the list is longer than three people because I get more <laughs> Ish Smiths and more Daniel Tices. The handle is Boom yeah. and Explosion. And then who knows next week, people are going to be
1: sending you 8% of a bull bull rookie card. And <laughs> you'll be able to thank them for that. I, I, I mean, this, lock in the handle boom explosion on did <laughs> the screenshot looks like it's Robin hood, but instead of stocks, you're investing in like Luka Doncic. So it's like, give me $20 <laughs> worth of, I don't know, this Panini prism two twenty eighteen 2018 Doncic rookie card. And I don't know. I don't know how they're tracking the price. If it's like by most recent eBay sales, but it seems to be mm-hmm. like a 24/7 marketplace where like they're saying oh this this card is worth $1500 today, 1400 tomorrow or $1800 the next. I don't know how they're tracking that, but it seems like you can buy and sell shares of these
0: cards. And is it even like rooted in an actual card? Like I know that the card that it's pretending to be exists out in the world, but like am I actually buying 8% of an actual card? Like if I own I, 100% of that card, do I get that card? This might be for I another think not. episode of Buckets. I think you're not, but I think what it does is like, let's say you
1: have $1,000 and you're like, should I spend it on this Kobe card or should I just buy $500 worth of two different cards that are like, uh, Mm -hmm. sort of theoretical in the cloud, then you're not worried about actually receiving a card, getting it and keeping it and selling it. You're just saying, okay, Mm -hmm. I own half of this theoretical card. And then when I'm ready to sell, I'll sell half of my theoretical card at a profit. So you don't have to worry about any of the, the physical logistics
0: of buying and selling. The romance of collecting cards is so far gone. Like just opening up a pack for the fun of it to see your favorite players. (laughs) Now it is raw money and profits. (laughs) It's numbers and it's graphs for these people. That's right. I own 22% of a Nikola Jokic third year card, and it went up $6 yesterday, and I'm going to sell. It's like, <laughs> enjoy your cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dad, can I see your card? Oh,
1: sorry. No, it's just this line graph now. But you can as- assume that it's gone up 20%, so that's good. Uh, I just I just got a email from Twitch. Josh Hart is opening packs with Jalen Brunson, so... Billy if you want yeah. to leave right now and watch that I'll understand.
0: <clears throat> Hopefully they will send cards to Boom Explosion, but Amir, are we nervous that the with the celebrity of it all? Like these guys are getting free packs, right? No doubt. Josh Hart is getting free packs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's
1: I th- the, I, I don't I don't like anybody that's getting mad. They're like, "Why is he getting free packs?" It's like, "Yeah, cuz it's fucking Josh Hart and he's talking about top shot, so that'll help you out too, dude." Like, don't worry about his Tim Hardaway, serial number twelve thousand eight hundred and sixty. Like just the fact that he's twitching about it is helping us all out. So you don't have to get angry
0: about that. But what if we want to get angry about it because we want more cards and we don't know how to get them? <laughs> oh, I mean, if you truly want to be angry, then I
1: understand, and that you should be living Yeah, be as angry as possible. Okay. Though, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You. Get get real mad.
0: Heard... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that like Spencer Dinwiddie and a couple of like like forward thinking players helped invest in NBA Top Shot. Have you heard this? at all? Have you heard this? Yeah, isn't that kind of a conflict of interest? Like uh, the the NBA yeah, and the Players Association
1: too. are getting paid, uh, you know, uh, a select percent of this marketplace. But then, in addition to mm. that, Spencer Dinwiddie is also getting like a few million dollars.
0: Yeah, I support it. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie has nothing but time right now so he he just wants to watch his blockchain go up and down by all means and by
1: by the way if you're mad at basketball players for getting free uh moments in the top shot marketplace i have some really really bad news for you about rich people in general yeah they actually get a lot of free shit to uh they and uh, yeah they get the free shit and then they're supposed to like tweet and make instagram posts about it sometimes they're even like legit advertisements for the things i swear no way yeah, I like, it was all just, you'll organic, see, like, uh, just moments no, just
0: being captured. No.
1: Yeah, like you'll see, like, uh, if you see, like, um, James Harden in an Adidas commercial, like, that's just yeah. not him showing off his shoes. Like, he's legit getting paid to wear those, sometimes Don't hundreds lie. of millions of dollars. It pisses what? me off. Why doesn't Adidas
0: send me free shit? This is so. It's so fucked up. This is bullshit. I deserve shoes. I did not know. I did not know that Harden was getting $100 million to sew off shoes. Suddenly, the $9 yeah. dollar base packs Josh Hart is opening don't <laughs> seem that bad. I'm
1: not mad at that anymore. I'm no longer mad. I I'm am. no mad at other more important things like racism. I'm but never I'm going really to mad to watch about commercials that. the same. Oh, okay. It's got crazy. It. Really hammer that one home. Okay, uh, here's someone that's trending up that started the season off pretty cool. Luka Doncic. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. He He's had he those games uh, now. He was the the MVP favorite going into the season. And then Dallas was yeah. like six and ten, and nobody really talked about Doncic. He seemed kind of upset a lot of the times and we're all mm-hmm. like, Oh, I guess he's I guess he's not gonna win MVP. And then in the last like ten games, mm-hmm. they're eight and two, and he's having those, you know, casual thirty-three, fifteen and nines again, and he's yeah. creeping back into the the mvp mount rushmore conversation
0: i don't blame any player over the first 15 games for just like playing like shit you know mid-season yeah. form especially, especially season on a short in, for a reason especially yeah, like this season specifically when, in this weird season yeah
1: there's no yeah, like, i keep our, reading reading stats that like offenses are um historically great this
0: year like teams are in yeah. general not playing very hard defense right now and there's so many back-to-backs that the second night is just going to be gassed dudes just trying to stop the ball. It's impossible. That's right. And you're also playing in empty uh, gyms. So, like, there's
1: no, there's no like, uh, fanfare to keep defenses hyped and inspired. At right.
0: Him. Yeah, manufactured adrenaline. Um, he's exactly. definitely been moving up. And it seems like Chris Depps, I don't know if he's, like, just in, like, People just like stopped liking him, but it seems like he's moving down, even though his game seems pretty consistent. It's like now they're saying he might go to the Warriors, and just like, huh. Yeah. Never, they never, never really had a shot there, it seems like, yet. Yeah, it definitely, when he got traded there, Luca
1: was like a great rookie, and they're like, oh, this could be like a solid one-two punch. And now it's starting to be like, it's Luca and the rest of the team, and sometimes Porzingis is the best of the rest, and sometimes it's mm. Tim Hardaway Jr., and sometimes it's Jalen Brunson, and... It's mm. Lucas separated himself from the Porzingis pack. Yeah. He's just, he's just so far and away better than him now is what we're saying. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And it's almost like maybe they should just trade him for someone who's quote unquote less of a unicorn, but maybe more reliable. Right.
0: Like Who a Christian would or pairing? something. Yeah. Like yeah, give exactly. Him a, it seems like a great it's center. still a power forward.
1: Yeah. A big, like honestly, uh, AD would be a great pairing. Not that he's going to Dallas, but like someone who can be like a pick and roll partner and also roll to the rim and catch lobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, AD mm-hmm. is sort of a cheat answer because he'd be a great second fiddle to anybody. But uh, right. L- Luka and
0: AD would terrorize Did the league. Did you see which the is- pass Luca made? Yesterday, by the way, when he oh, jumped out yeah, of bounds he, and did the behind the back to like the the back cutting Tim Hardaway, I believe it yes, was. Yes,
1: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like he was running the baseline, and like four people yes. followed him, and he just went around the back to a wide open Tim Hardaway uh, Jr. Bounce
0: pass, like the, the audacity <laughs> to jump out of bounds and then throw a bounce pass back inbounds. I was just like, you see the yeah. court different, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah he wasn't even looking over his shoulder he just knew that there would be someone there it's like yeah they're I don't know achieving if that, that level of chemistry yeah. yeah he just knew he he assumed someone would be there and that person
0: was indeed there good on him congrats yeah. muzzle to luca stock rising stock rising though they're not that fun a team to watch they are just also quietly killing teams the phoenix suns yep they are quietly becoming uh, the
1: maybe the best non LA team I guess Utah too now the that number four mm-hmm. seed in the in the West That's yeah. why I'm so excited about this Lakers Suns game tonight by the time you guys hear this like the Suns will either have beaten the Lakers and people will be like okay all right they' they're kind of for real uh, but mm-hmm. if they lose to the ad list Lakers um, then people will just throw them into the the Denver utah san antonio portland pile of like pretty solid teams that don't necessarily have what it takes to win the west but can potentially make it to the western governments finals
0: i think it's for games like tonight is the exact reason they got chris paul it's like they do not lose to the lakers tonight with chris paul with ad out you know it's like last year who knows you know aiden booker maybe one of them gets cold but like chris paul feels like he wills them to a win in games like tonight we'll see he's great yeah
1: he's awesome um yeah and they're 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 playing great too i'm really excited for the playoffs to start to see like what the matchups will be like who would like suns mavericks for seven games would be really exciting i don't even know who would win that if that was like the four or five
0: yeah i was going to say that the western conference feels like it's really taking shape and everyone's awesome and then i think about the eastern conference and the knicks are in fourth and like the eighth seed <laughs> or like the tenth seed like <laughs> a game behind them so it's like yeah it's like it's gonna be if the knicks lose their sticky. next
1: two games if the Knicks lose like three in a row right now, they're going to be like 17 yep. and 19 and in 11th place. Yeah. 14 games out of the playoff somehow. Yeah. Okay. I got one last pairing of trending up, trending okay. down, buying and selling, okay. mooning and earthing. Okay. Uh, Jalen Brown appears to be mooning up and Tatum has taken a dip. Like that used to be mm. the Tatum show with, with a side of Brown. And now it looks like they're almost caught up. Mm. Is that a good thing yeah. for the Celtics that Brown has? Evidently up? not. Evidently not. Yes, <laughs> because they are <laughs> they are struggling. Unlike the Knicks, they are not above five hundred. I don't think. I think they're right at that, maybe a game above or a game below or at five hundred. But the Celtics Correct. are struggling, and it does feel a little bit like the Clippers ish, where it's like their offense isn't moving a lot. It's very iso heavy, and yeah. sometimes. Sometimes Tatum can do amazing things. Like we saw last year in the playoffs, he hit some buzzer beaters. And sometimes it just feels like it's stagnant. And if he's missing it, it just feels like hero ball that's
0: not necessarily conducive to winning. Yeah, they miss Marcus Smart. He's a good basketball player. He's a winner. Yep, he's it their Draymond. Like he, was, he made both of... Yeah, exactly. He makes both of them better. I think Tatum's on record as saying that uh, COVID has been like pretty tough to come back from still. Like he still yeah. has like... Nights where it's just really difficult. So I'm not going to. Yeah. I can't really knock the guy. <laughs>
1: it's great. You're like uh, on the Zach Lowe podcast. He's like, I have some neighbors that got COVID and they like had a problem like walking around the block next week. And uh, these guys are right. like, all right, you had COVID and try to guard Kawhi
0: Leonard now. <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. second whoa. night of a back-to-back, I- <laughs> Marcus Smart is out and Kemba's recovering from injury. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, What do I you can't mean you're not the second coming Kawhi. of Kawhi? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was just getting
1: my breath and legs back, so I can't necessarily guard Kawhi Leonard for 40 minutes. What a fucking weird season we're having. We're forcing these guys to play despite the fact that there's a deadly disease just ravaging full teams. Thanks for that, guys. We're
0: bringing 2,000 people in at a time, just waves of people to breathe on them. It's all getting messy again, folks. Stay inside, wear a mask. (laughs) (laughs) Don't listen to the governor of Texas. Stay inside and wear a mask. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, those were my last two. Do you have any last
0: ones? I'll take your opinion on this because you, on the text chains, you hammer this dude. We can rap on him. Um, Last year's number two, number three pick, something like that, for the New York Knicks. Do you believe in R.J. Barrett when push comes to shove? Well, it's funny. We were talking
1: about John Zion. That was the Zion one, J.A. two, R.J. three. Mm -hmm. I... I started RJ in a few fan duels and like, that's the extent of my relationship with him. And it just like, it it never, he never showed me such flashes of excitement, but like at the end of the game, you'll see as like, Oh, 19 points, nine rebounds and five assists, which is like a solid (laughs) line on a winning team. Uh, I don't know why I can't get excited. Maybe it's because he never has, like, I'll never see a flashy RJ Barrett highlight. Like, you, you no, watch John ja, and he's Zion. Canadian. He
0: works hard. He brings his lunch pail to work. Just right. like why he's he's like, muted. What, he's, not, he's not. rah-rah his, me first?
1: No, he's totally not. And what's his like? What's his ceiling like? If he can't jump out of the gym and he can't sprint past a defender, like we're hoping right. for what exactly out of Julius Randall? I think we're hoping for Julius Randall out of J. Uh, out of Barrett. All right, interesting. Barrett. So. I guess they are both lefties. So he's just like staring and watching Julius. Although Julius was always a bulldog and a bruiser and like kind of a little Zion in his own right. RJ Barrett's not really that. He's more of like, I don't know, Trevor Ariza. Uh, maybe he can be like a really mm. good Ron Artest or uh, I don't know if he's that good defensively. Yeah, he's I think still you're giving his young. jump
0: shot too much credit. Yeah, I think you're giving <laughs> this jump shot way too much credit. He's yeah. still just like, put your massive shoulder down and try and get to the hole. But I will say, he has really, really bad games for the New York Knicks. But then he usually bounces back with two you know, above average ones. So I'm believing in this kid. It feels like he is a quiet winner for the New York Knicks right now. We'll yeah, I think a consistency is so much a part of it. Like, superstars average
1: 29 a game because they never get like eight points a game. Whereas like... Even De'Aaron Fox this year, I keep mentioning him. Like he'll have some games where he's like three of twelve from the field for like nine points. Like that mm-hmm. does not happen to like
0: LeBron or Luka. Like they're bad right. games, they still find a way to score. Good at least call. Like fifteen to 20. John Morant is still in that class too, where like he'll yeah. have like a seven point five assist game, just like in 20, <laughs> right. thirty point games. Right. Yeah. So it's it's not necessarily like
1: playing that much better it's about like literally doing it almost every single night and that's what's so hard right i understand that hey
0: consistent floor these
1: podcasts are not like they're not all great i mean this one was a classic of course but like i can't be pretend like i can bring it every night that's just i don't have it in me i understand yeah i'm serious no No. yeah just just like top shot there's a floor there we know the floor we're tracking the floor that's the most important part you want to buy the floor (laughs) By the way, before we go, how's your Wiggins doing? My Wiggins. Boom
0: Explosions yeah. Wiggins. Had a price drop, folks. The really? Came down. It, got a, it got a haircut. Oh, <laughs> it got interesting. A haircut. Am I popping on evaluate.market? We
1: can track it exactly where you, where you got it and where, uh, where it was last week and now. Boom Explosion, okay, right? <laughs> so
0: that's right. That's the one. It was $85 Boom. in a hot market. Hot market. Yep. It was 85 yeah. Um, yeah, it was yeah, serial yeah. number five thousand seven hundred and something of twelve thousand or so. We chopped it down to fifty nine. We took off we, twenty-six. It's cooled yeah. down. Yeah,
1: it's cooled down. It's, not, uh, it's in the uh it's in the 30 range right now.
0: Yeah, that's bad, folks. That's bad. Yeah. We <laughs> thought it was in the 50s. <laughs>
1: what what we're hoping for is some sort of uh Andrew Wiggins dunk contest special. He joins last minute, maybe right. uh, Opens a pack with Luka Doncic, promises to do something special. I don't know what we can do to get you to a point where you're happy (laughs) selling that Wiggins back at the 85 that you bought it at. Though I will say (laughs) most things are down about 50% since the highest of highs. So
0: Wiggins isn't necessarily... If it's full disclosure. Yeah. If it's full disclosure, disclosure. we bought it at 47. We bought it at 47. Oh. And we tried to sell it for 85 and now we're at 59. So we're just really playing the long game for 12 bucks. You can get rid
1: of it right now for $32. $32, you eat that 18 and you're you're off Wiggins Island. Don't decide right now, but just know that you can do that if if necessary.
0: I'm just saying, people were tweeting at me. People wanted to see the Wiggins. It's basically a celebrity right now. So really, the price is only going up. People are yeah. talking about the Wiggins. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Your specific cereal, 5747, is kind of like this
0: famous Wiggins moment. People are talking it's- about it, tweeting about it. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody wants to see it. And you know what? Soon, the admission right. to see it is going to go up.
1: That's right. So make sure you check out, keep your eye on wiggins 5747 shout out yes
0: shout out boom explosion Um, sweet william where can people buy more of you you could buy me at uh other no joke uh at the other headgum podcast no joke podcast of course with adam lustick and uh on twitter and instagram it's my name billy scafury as always and on top shot boom explosion the most important handle that i neglected to
1: include top shot boom explosion It'd be cool if like everyone in the world had Top Shot and then it's like, oh, Venmo me for that lunch. It's like, you know what? I'll, let me just cut you an Ish Smith right now. I'll, I'll Venmo you. Instead of Venmo, I'll just Top Shot you an Ish Smith, a $17 for that salad. I
0: mean, we are approaching with dibs. Like, can I just like throw you 15, uh, 15% of a Jokic? It's like, <laughs> yeah, sure. that's, that's great. We got a pizza. That's perfect. Just throw me 15% of a Jokic. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You can Nothing call dibs normal. on that.
1: Anyway, I'm on the wait yeah. list for Dibs, so I'll have, I'll have some more information for everybody next week. Uh, thank you to we you guys are for watching. on for Dibs. Thank you for listening, Listening, I should say. Uh, enjoy All-Star Sunday. It's all happening on Sunday, including, yes, the Elam ending. Shout out to Elam, uh, who was a guest on the show. They're, they brought back his ending,
0: so I'm looking forward to seeing that as well. Yes, and the dunk contest we'll be, uh... in the, at halftime featuring Obi Toppin. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Obi's flying to Atlanta for it you should bet on yes. him yes
1: one we'll daniel tice on it, for sure <laughs> for sure uh all right cool thanks for listening we'll be back next week or two bye everybody bye everyone that
0: was a Headgum gum podcast